Good morning, dear friends. Hope you are keeping well in the Lord. Uh, as we all know, there are many among us who are currently down with COVID-19. And if you are and you are resting at home, I pray that the Lord heal you and grant you good recovery. Now, as explained in my last podcast, today we will continue to explore, to reflect on Psalm 119. And we will be looking at the next eight verses, verses 9 to 16. And we're going to read that. Psalm 119, verses 9 to 16. How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart, that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord, teach me your statutes. With my lips I declare all the rules of your mouth. In the way of your testimonies I delight as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. I will delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Now let us reflect on what we have just read. Now in this section of Psalm 119, the psalmist gave a prescription to staying holy and pure. And that is to guard our hearts and thoughts with the Word of God. Now how can we do so? Because after all, the Word of God does not just you know, come to us in a vacuum. But the psalmist was suggesting here that we instead take that initiative to go to the Lord to go after Him, to chase after Him, to seek Him. We go to the Lord with our whole heart, right? Verse 10 says, With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. So there's also this assumption here, which is a very good assumption, is that, you know, that we will wander from the Lord's commandments. We will wander away from the ways of God. So even if we are able to know a lot about the Bible, even if we memorize scripture verses, we might not do what the scripture says when it comes to the crux of the matter. And our forefather Charles Wesley, you know, was very realistic about this because um, I believe it's based on his own journey, his own experience as well, that he wrote uh, this verse, prone to wonder, Lord, I feel it, prone to leave the God I love in his, uh, one of his more well-known hymns, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. Therefore, we can see that the psalmist, um, um, you know, this active voice over here in having this conversation with God, we can understand that. It's that he's asking God, you know, for help here, not letting him wander from his word. You know, he was pleading that, you know, with the word that is being stored up in his heart, he will not sin against the Lord. Praying that God will continue to teach him the commandments, helping him to learn, even as he memorized and studied the word. And perhaps if you, you know, you just go through these verses again, you can almost sense the kind of um, urgency, the kind of desperation 
where the word of God is concerned. You know, for the psalmist, he was not haughty, he was not prideful uh, to think that he knows a lot already, but he was very realistic. He was very humble to plea with God for help. You see, at the end of the day, the psalmist um, knows that as a young man, he could only keep his way pure through the power of God in His Word. And so it will be with us as well, no matter you know, whether we are young or whether we are more senior in age. We should have uh, no disillusionment. We should be very clear that the only way to keep our life pure is through the power of God, through in His Word. And interestingly, if you read further, um, verses 13 to 16, it actually describes a way for us to keep the word of God in our heart. So having asked God for help, the psalmist prescribed that to hide the word in our heart, we can actually do three things. Um, and these three things, are um, I've actually uh, conceptualized it into three Ds. Right, The first D is delight, second declare, and then the third to dwell. So firstly, the psalmist says that we can delight in the word of God that they are treasures, you know. Um, sometimes the psalmist view it as similar to the material gains or riches in this world. But of course, we know that it's beyond that, the treasures beyond even the greatest material gains or riches in this world. Indeed, the Word of God is more precious than gold. It is the very standard for living our lives in a way that follows Christ. This is the key to true freedom and joy in our lives. Secondly, we can declare. We can declare the word aloud even as we read the word of God. That's one way also to store the word of God in our heart. And it has been a tradition of the church actually to have scripture reading prior to the preaching of a sermon. And one of the intention was to actually help the congregation not only to read the word, but to hear the word of God. Because as Paul says in Romans chapter 10, that faith comes by hearing the word. And thirdly, we can dwell in the word and fix our eyes on the ways of Jesus. And this is similar to what Jesus taught the disciples in John chapter 8, right? About abiding in his word. And he says that if you abide in my word, then you are truly my disciples. In other words, the disciples of Jesus Christ are those who choose to abide or to remain in his word. And we know that abiding is not just about knowing, but seeking to meditate and applying the word of God in our lives to put the word of God into action. And with that, the psalmist declared that we can have the hope in the Lord to keep our way pure. Now, how can we relate to what we have just reflected upon? So at this point of the podcast, you know, you can choose to just pause the audio and you can think for yourselves. You can spend time, some time with the Lord and think about how the reflection that we have just done relates to your current situation. And perhaps it speaks on something which you have been thinking about. You know, spend uh, some time to do that. Five, ten minutes yeah, to just meditate upon this. 
And think about how the Word of God relates to you over here. Now, as for me, I'm reminded of uh, really here the delight of declaring God's Word aloud when doing my devotionals. I used to do so, but have somewhat neglected this important aspect of Bible reading. Now, I also understand that, you know, when we talk about delighting in the Word of God, you know, while it's very ideal to have delight, to have joy in the Word of God, it can be challenging, right? Especially if we do not really understand what we are reading about, or maybe we think that what we are reading about is not giving us a lot of delight. Yet over the years, um, allow me to just share with you that I've discovered that, you know, the kind of delight that God is looking for over here, uh, has a lot to do actually with our faith and hope in Him. So even if we do not really understand what we are reading, if even if we have a lousy day, you know, we can seek, we can still find delight in God's Word. Um, we can first, you know, if we do not understand what we are reading, we can seek to do so at first, you know, through consultation or commentaries. And we can also learn to have that faith, right, um, that God's Word is actually good for us. That is the basis of faith, right? God's Word is good for us, no matter if we find a particular teaching difficult to follow. Uh, sometimes we have to let go of that teaching for that um, time of the season, and we can come back to that later. It's okay. But we just need to understand, need to have that faith um, that God has our best interest, and therefore He has given to us His Word. And it's precious. And we can learn to walk slowly, but surely, you know, being steadfast with the, with the Lord and allowing Him to really take us one step at a time. Building faith upon faith, hope upon hope. And from there, we can more and more learn to take delight in His Word. And declaring it out loud, you know, when we are able to do so, and learning to dwell more and more in His Word. And as we do so, ever so often. I, be, I believe that we can become a more joyful people, right? We can become more Christ-like and be a blessing to those around us. So let us encourage one another to do so, uh, so that uh, we can, in the Lord Jesus Christ, can be a blessing to the people um, who are our neighbours, Right as Agape Methodist Church. Let us pray. Lord, indeed, help us to delight more and more in your word. This is so that, Lord, um, even as we dwell in your word, we can um, be convicted, be transformed by your precepts so that we are more and more like Jesus, our Lord. And allow us also, even as we do so, help us to be a blessing to our neighbours, Help us to love one another so that more and more people will come to know and to witness that, Lord, indeed, you are the one true God in our lives. We thank you, Father. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.